You're now tuned in to Lounge Talk with Jay Anthony. A world where sports, entertainment, and honesty lives. Here's your host, Jay Anthony. Yo, peep the intro. Peep the intro, though. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another another edition of Lounge Talk with Jay Anthony. I'm yours truly, Jay Anthony, man, coming at you on this beautiful, beautiful Friday, October 2nd, y'all, 2020. I'm just so blessed, man, to be uh, coming at y'all today because, man, it's been it's been a lot going on lately. It's been a whole lot going on uh, in the world with uh, the coronavirus, and there's been a lot going on in sports with the NBA Finals, the, the Los Angeles Lakers going up against the Miami Heat, man. And... It's just been a whole lot going on in the whole entire world, man. I hope everybody's doing great. I hope that y'all uh, families are doing good. I hope you're staying out of trouble. I hope everybody's keeping their head down and grinding and doing what you got to do, man, because 2020 is a ride, y'all. 2020 is a ride. They need to make a new ride at Six Flags called 2020 and just let it go up and down, up and down, up and down. As long as they get, they need to let that ride extend around the whole park, like seriously. It's been a lot going on. But first and foremost, man, jumping right into it. Um, as you all know, on today, Donald Trump came down with the coronavirus. Actually, yeah, honestly, I woke up to it. I woke up to the notification on my phone. Donald Trump got COVID-19. I kind of thought that it was a hoax. I thought people was playing around with it. I don't like when people play like that. I don't care how much you don't like somebody. You know, I think that's kind of silly. But come to find out it was true. And uh, as of 30 minutes ago, BBC posted uh, Trump being taken to the hospital after testing positive for COVID-19. So um, to all of my people out there, man, of the faith, just it's time to uh, pray for Donald Trump, man. And um, as much as I may disagree with Trump and his position and some of the stuff that he says, I still believe that God put these, puts these people in power for a reason. I do not question God when it comes to who he puts in office. So I'm going to pray for Trump and I'm going to pray that he gets better because if that was me and I had COVID, I want all the prayers to go up for me. I might even need them prayers for them people that don't really like me as much. I don't know if there's anybody out there that don't like me. But if it, if it was, I would hope that they would they throw, up, throw a couple prayers up there for me, man. So, look, man, when it comes to people with health, man, look, you got to pray for them. You got to at least um, put all your issues aside for that day, for that moment, until that person gets better, even if it is Donald Trump. Come on now. You know, sometimes we, we take things too deep. You may not like him politically, but when it comes to somebody's health, he is a father. He is a husband. He is a, a uncle. He is a grandfather. You know, so we need to um pr- just just prayers up for him, man, in this, in this time. Um, Because, trust me, if you was in his position, you would want the same thing. And as it, and as it goes, you know, do unto people as you want done unto you. Point blank period. I even posted um, when I posted Donald Trump's tweet about him in the flow that's getting the coronavirus on my Instagram page. People was just going off, y'all, and y'all wilding because I simply said the virus that he downplayed. That's what I said. I said the virus that he downplayed. Basically, he got it, you know, and, and that's a fact. I remember at the beginning when it all started, man, Trump downplayed the whole entire thing, y'all. He downplayed it. He downplayed it. And what ultimately ended up happening is he ended up getting it. You know, that's why we got to be really important. No matter how 
how much of a high position you are in your company or who you are in the world, you got to watch what you say because you never know. You might be the very person eating your words about the very thing that you said didn't matter. Point blank and simple. And it, and it's a lot of people saying some ignorant things under my comment, under my picture. But at the end of the day, man, look, it's politics. It's real life. This is our future at stake. But at the end of the day, we got to we got to we, we got to respect Trump because of the office that he has. And at the end of the day, when it comes to somebody's health, that is off limits. That, you know, those, those are that's one of the main things that I think is off limits. Somebody's health and somebody mama. Like, seriously, when it comes to mama, when it comes to health. I don't play with them two things, you know. Um, you may disagree with him again politically, as I said before. You may not like everything he stands for, and even his mouth. He's probably the worst president we've ever had as far as being uh, class personified. But hey, his health is right now at stake, and I hope that he gets over it. And I'm praying that he lives, and I'm praying that uh, everything comes out right. Okay, moving on. It's been a lot going on, y'all, in the world of the NBA. Right now, we got the L.A. Lakers going against the Miami Heat, as I said earlier. And right now, it's cutting dry, plain and simple, y'all. This series is over. This series is completely over. The Lakers are getting ready to sweep the Miami Heat starting uh, with game one, which we just had, which I don't even really want to talk about. I don't really want to get into like that because, honestly, it was just a massacre. That's, that's exactly what I tweeted out the other day. And I put it on my Instagram page. I said these words. I said, and I quote, the Heat have no answer for Anthony Davis. The defense is horrendous, and they can't get decent buckets in transition. This is a massacre because that's exactly what it is. They have no answer for Anthony Davis. LeBron James speak for himself. They're getting production out of Rajon Rondo that we thought that they would not get. I mean, Rondo, honestly, before this whole thing started, I got this phrase from my dad. He can't shoot a peach in the bucket. My dad says that all the time about Rondo. But in this case, in these playoffs, since he's coming, since he's came back off injury, Rondo has been spectacular, y'all. He's a veteran. He's a champion. He can't shoot, but he's been working on that shot. For I don't, I don't know where he came from. I don't know who he's been training with. But it goes to show you when you put the time in. If Rondo can develop a jump shot, Ben Simmons, what do you need to be doing? Seriously. And you know we live in 2020 when I'm about to sit up here and say Ben Simmons needs to work with John Rondo on improving his shot. Well, you know we in 2020 if I got to say that. Somebody working with Rondo out of all people, not Steph Curry, not Kevin Durant, not Kyrie Irving, not Klay Thompson. He needs to get with Rondo because we want to know why I think he needs to get with Rondo because him and Rondo is in the same position as far as shooting the basketball. They both can't shoot. And I feel like whatever Rondo did to tweak his game, to up his jump shot, he needs to get that same knowledge to Ben Simmons. But I digress. The Los Angeles Lakers are getting ready to sweep the Miami Heat. I think that the Miami Heat were built to beat all of the teams in the Eastern Conference, but they were not built to beat the Los Angeles Lakers. That's just how I feel about it, cut and dry. My gut feeling, my gut feeling right now is that the Miami Heat might win a game. They might, but in my heart of hearts, I think this is a sweep. My gut wants to tell me that they're going to win a game, and if they do, uh, they might win, but they're not going to win the series, you know? And if I and if I was being my extra ignorant self, I would sit up here and say, yeah, I might as well go ahead and get it over in four because there ain't no point in winning one game for pride at this point. We all know what the end result is going to be. Bam out of bio is hurt. Gordon Drogic is out there hurt. 
you know, we saw Jimmy Butler on the bench mumbling, we we all right, we all right. No, you're not all right. You're not all right, Jimmy. You are not all right. You guys were not built to beat this team. No team, if it was a Los Angeles Clippers coming out of the Western Conference, they would not have beat them. They wouldn't have beat the Nuggets. Doggone it, if the Utah Jazz had made a run, which is virtually impossible, the Heat would not have beaten the Utah Jazz. And I'm not disrespecting the Heat because those guys, man, they got some grit. They have no quit in them. Tyler Hero is a beast. Jimmy Butler is up and coming still to me. He's not a superstar. He's a star. You know, Bam Adebayo, he has a great story. You know, with him making an all-star team for the first time this year. I'm, I'm loving that team in the core. You know, they got Iggy over there, Andre Iguodala coming off of five straight NBA finals with the Golden State Warriors. He's a veteran with all in himself, but that's not enough to beat this Los Angeles Lakers team. Anthony Davis is on a whole nother level, y'all. He, Anthony Davis is an emerging, emerging, emerging Hall of Famer. If he stays on this track that he's on right now, letting LeBron James continue to rub off on him, and if he becomes the the, the MVP of these NBA finals, Anthony Davis is, is going to be a Hall of Famer. And right now, some people think that he is already, but I think he needs to win a championship first, which is what he's going to do this year. And honestly, in regards to Anthony Davis, I'm highly impressive. I'm, I'm impressed, excuse me, to see what he what 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 he's been doing. For Anthony Davis to be playing this good, because honestly, when he left the Pelicans, I did not know if Anthony Davis could bounce back and be the player that he was, unless he got with a top tier talent in LeBron James or Kevin Durant or somebody like that that can really help him mold and shape his game. I mean, I don't think that Kevin Durant was a good example because Kevin Durant can't really help mold anybody's game. You know, he's somebody that actually needs somebody to win just like Anthony Davis, but LeBron is a per- was the perfect person for Anthony Davis to have on his side to take him to the next level because he needed that. He did, it didn't take much. He needed a little push. And, and what LeBron James gives him, as far as LeBron James' basketball acumen, the savant that he is, I think that him pouring all of that information into Anthony Davis is, is really what's maturing him. And I think that Anthony Davis has a bright future. We got to give him respect. We got to give him honor. And uh, the Los Angeles Lakers are going to win this championship this year. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. I hate to see sweeps. I do not like sweeps. But the Miami Heat have been pump, puffing their chest out and and, and doing and, and acting like they can do this and that. None of that stuff is going to matter against the Los Angeles Lakers. None of it is going to matter. I'm telling you that right now. Seriously, none of it is going to matter. And that's just the way that I see it. Earlier today, in other news, Kyrie Irving made a statement on Kevin Durant's podcast talking about how they don't need a coach. Now, quite frankly, when it comes to Kyrie Irving, he just needs to be quiet. He needs to be quiet. And he does not need to say everything that comes to his mind. Now, we want people to speak their mind. We really do. And I honestly think that Kyrie Irving is very intelligent. But every time that there is news about Kyrie Irving, there's, it's never anything positive. Why is it that every time this man's name is in the news, he mixed up in some BS? Why is it? Why is it? And I quote, this is what he said earlier. 
on the podcast, he said, quote, I don't really see us having a head coach. KD could be a head coach. I could be a head coach. And then KD adds on to it, co-signing, saying Jack Vaughn could be the head coach. And he, he goes on to say it's a collaborative effort. Look, everybody needs a coach. I don't care how much money you make. In sports, a coach is necessary and a coach is needed. And Kyrie, Kyrie Irving has done nothing at this point but heap more pressure on himself. Because by you saying you don't need a coach, you telling me, if I'm a CEO looking at the Brooklyn Nets right now, the CEO of the Brooklyn Nets, I'm looking at it like, okay, you don't need a coach, so that must mean that I'm going to get a championship this year. Because you telling me that you got it all figured out. And Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant do not have it all figured out. I honestly am not too high on them working together. You want to know why I'm not high on it? Because I don't know if they can coexist as teammates. It goes to show you that James Harden and Russell Westbrook were the best of friends. Does that mean they should be playing together? Now when people are sitting around talking about Russell Westbrook should get shipped out and if the Houston Rockets could get some valuable picks for Russell Westbrook, you need to get them up out of there. Now, in no stretch of the imagination am I comparing Russell Westbrook and James Harden to the likes of Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant because they have one thing that those two guys don't have, and that's a championship. So as far as I'm concerned, the two Russell Westbrook and, Kevin, and, and James Harden get a championship, they're not in the same stratosphere as Kyrie, Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant. But in that same token, it goes to show you that just because you are friends and you cool that you can't gel together. You might be able to. It is, it is possible because you're not going to have any locker room drama. But there will be some drama if, if ain't nobody bringing the wins up in here. So that's my take on that. I, I strongly believe that the Brooklyn Nets will be the number one team next year in the Easter Conference. But I do not believe that they will be able to uphold the chemistry. I would have to see it. I, I really would have to see it. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not sold, man. I'm not sold on the Brooklyn Nets. I really am not, you know, and I'm tired of Kyrie Irving coming out saying everything that he want to say when he makes absolutely no sense. Now, from a basketball standpoint and the selfish standpoint, he makes sense. And But you know what? Honestly, I'll give Kyrie Irving this much credit. When you sit at the barbershop or you sitting at the kitchen table or you at the family reunion, you sitting around the guys and we talk about the likes of LeBron James. We talk about Steph Curry. We talk about we talk about Kevin Durant, Anthony Davis, and all these top guys, even Michael Jordan. When we really sit back and think about how great these guys are on the basketball court, we sit up here and we say to ourselves, these guys don't really need a coach. When we, what, what have we said about LeBron James for years? LeBron James has not had a marquee head coach his whole career. He's never – never had a marquee head coach. He's never had a Phil Jackson. He's never had a Greg Popovich. Heck, he's never even had a Doc Rivers who just got let go by Los Angeles Clippers and signed to the Philadelphia 76ers. He's never had a a great head coach. And even the head coaches that he has had, LeBron James get to clock in and out, do whatever the heck he want to do. even, Even Miami, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He's ne- he's never had he's had Mike Brown. Now Frank Vogel. And the other coaches in the past, I can't even think of their names right now. 
Eric Spoelstra probably was by far the be- one of the best coaches that LeBron James ever had. Now, excuse me, Tyron Lue. Eric Spoelstra and Tyron Lue. I thought that in Miami, Eric he 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 ran completely over Eric Spoelstra. Him and Dwayne Wade. Eric Spoelstra just sat back and let LeBron James and D Wade run that team. Everybody was talking about at that time that LeBron James was the head coach of the Miami Heat. He's the head coach. Because what you going to tell them? All the talent that they got. I think that the best coach that LeBron James has ever had was Tyron Lue. As far as instructing him and not being afraid to correct him, not being afraid to get in his face and tell him, you're not doing this, this is what you're going to do. And I'm not sitting up here saying that somebody can actually walk up to LeBron and tell him that any coach. But as far as him not being not being afraid to do his job, there's no way that I'm getting paid millions of dollars to coach this team and you're going to tell me I can't coach. No, 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 no. I'm not going to do that. Tyron Lue said, I'm coaching this team. Tyron Lue was not afraid to look at any of those players that this is what you need to do on any given night. Tyron Lue is the first coach I've ever seen coach a superstar, the face of the league, LeBron James, and actually coach, which baffles me in regards to him being an assistant coach to Doc Rivers. How in the world was Tyron Lue not a head coach anywhere? I'm still trying to figure that out. And that's a whole other story for a different day because I believe the African-American coaches just don't just don't get a good rap in the NBA. I mean, let's be honest. They, they don't get a good rap. They're not respected. And they don't get the honor and the love and the same chances that these other coaches are getting. So when you look at this statement that Kyrie Irving made, getting back to it, 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 was, it was not needed right now. He did not have to say it right now. He did not. It was a dumb thing to say at this point in time. And we all get the fact that certain athletes that are of certain superstar qualities, what can head coaches really tell you? What can they really tell you? We all talk about this in barbershops, like I said before, and in in our small little circles, but that's not something that you say professionally in a podcast that you know is going to get out. And on top of that, you was talking about LeBron James. So, and excuse me, I'm thinking about the other quote, y'all, when I said LeBron James, X that out, whatever. But point being, what Kyrie Irving said was not necessary and it was not needed right now. And, and KD co-signing it, I don't even want to get on the topic of KD. Because KD just goes where the wind go. I kudos to him. He's a two-time champion, two-time NBA Finals MVP. LeBron James, can, I mean, uh, Kevin Durant can score at will. Probably the best score this game has ever seen and probably will ever see. But Kevin Durant is ultimately, he's not a leader. I don't think he is. I think he's a follower. I really do. And I love Kevin Durant. But I think there, there's too many situations where in the public eye, it just seems as if he's not a leader. Many people will sit up there and say that he followed Kyrie Irving to Brooklyn Nets. 
Now, in my heart of hearts, do I think he's not a leader? I don't think he is in my heart of hearts. I think he is a leader. But it just doesn't look that way in the public eye. So this situation in Brooklyn is something that we need to look at and, and keep looking into. Because with Kyrie Irving talking big game like this right now, there are going to be high expectations for the Brooklyn Nets, which is something nobody was really, which is something that wasn't on the Brooklyn Nets until he opened up his mouth. Nobody was talking about the Brooklyn Nets and pressure. Kevin Durant is coming off injury and Kyrie Irving too. They were going to come back next year, fully healthy, ready to ball out. Nobody was going to have any expectations for Brooklyn Nets, but possibly the Easter Conference Finals. Until you open up your mouth and apply this pressure on you and your teammates, that was unnecessary and not needed. Point blank is simple. I just think sometimes we could be our own worst enemy when we open our mouth, man. We really can be, and that's something to think about. Moving on to NFL talk. I'm tired of these bad Thursday night football games. Y'all need, y'all need to stop this. These Thursday night football games have been horrible. I know we save all the good games for Monday night and Sunday night. But if, if, if Thursday night football is going to be this ridiculous moving forward, we need to just do away with that. Seriously. I love football. Played football from nine years old all the way up to 19 years old. But let me tell you something. I don't like the Thursday night football games that we have been seeing. Do y'all remember that Monday night football game between the Kansas City Chiefs and the Los Angeles Rams? Do y'all remember that game? The best Monday night football game I've ever seen in my natural born life, especially as a Rams fan. We need to get some of them games going on Thursday night. Once we get Thursday night football bumping just like we do on, on Sundays and Mondays, then we're going to be talking. Then we're going to be talking. There are, And also, these injuries that are happening right now in the NFL is the one thing that I really wanted to talk about. There are way too many injuries going on. Those, doesn't this speak of 2020, man? This got to be the worst year the NFL has ever seen as far as injuries. I got my fantasy team, and I'm and I'm constantly on my fantasy every single day trying to find players and get them off the waiver wire. I really am, and it, it is tough. I almost quit fantasy the other day. I literally almost quit because I can't find a running back to save my life. I cannot find a decent running back. And the people that I'm in the league with, they don't want to trade nothing. They don't want to trade up with me because you're scared that if you trade up, you feel like you might lose on the back end because one of them players that you traded for just might get injured. So this whole year has been crazy, man. This is a, this, 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 I did not honestly think that sports was going to happen this year. I did not think there was going to be any professional sports because of the coronavirus. But now that it's in, there have been a lot of crazy things going on. Seriously, there have been. There really have been. I want to thank you all for listening to the Lounge Talk with Jay Anthony. Man, make sure y'all go and follow me. Go follow me right now on Instagram if you're listening to this right now. I thank you for all my listeners right now that, that, that clicked on that link and you're listening to this podcast right now. Um, go follow me on Instagram at official Jay Anthony. I post stuff, you know, news stuff, sports stuff all the time. 
Um, I'm actually have been a lot more active too on my Twitter. So go follow me on Twitter at DJ Anthony underscore on Twitter. I'm constantly tweeting during the games. I'm constantly tweeting um, with my thoughts about what's going on during the NFL, NBA games, and so on and so forth, if you even care. Go follow me on both those sites. Um, and, yeah, because if you ain't following me, you missing out. Point Blake is simple. I got to get my followers up on Instagram. Some of y'all got, like, 10,000 followers. I'm trying to realize how did y'all get 10,000 and you got five pictures. How that happen? How that happen? Okay, moving on. I know everybody's been going through a lot during COVID. There's been a lot going on. People are dying left and right. You don't know where to turn. There's been a whole lot going on with people's health. And one thing I really want to stress is social distancing. We've got to social distance. Okay. I don't care if your family is giving you an all expense paid trip to go out of town. You don't need to be doing that right now. I can't do that right now. Just just, just a few days ago, a close family friend died of COVID-19. And it made me sit back and realize have people not understood what's been going on? Is COVID not real? Is is this is this just a fake disease to y'all? Are y'all not taking this thing serious? Like, what is it going to take for some people just to sit down and not go nowhere? The most I go is I go to work. I go to the grocery store. And I may go to the gas station or something. I come back home. That's it. I might go see my mom or my family or somebody like that. But other than that, I'm not being willy nilly going nowhere. It's no, it's no need. And I don't go anywhere without a mask. And it does not take somebody that's close to you dying or somebody that's close to you losing their life for you to get the big picture. COVID-19 is serious. COVID-19 is real. The president got COVID-19 and it's not a hoax. See, that's part of the problem. Y'all always think that, some, that it's a hoax. Y'all always think something's not real. Y'all always think somebody playing. Ain't nobody playing. What Craig say on Friday? Ain't nobody playing but you. You walk up and down the street every day playing. So we got to take this thing serious, man. I want to see y'all live. I want to see y'all be free. I want to see y'all out there doing y'all doing thing. But you know what happens when you don't take it serious, man? You really want to know what happens. You might be asymptomatic and you might get somebody else sick. And that somebody might be the next big thing. But you know what? They're going to lose their life because you decide to be careless. Don't be selfish out here, man. Y'all got to stop being selfish. Y'all got to start being real. Y'all got to start holding y'all family members accountable. Y'all got to start holding y'all spouse accountable, your significant others. Saying, look, babe, we staying in the house. Me and my wife, we don't go nowhere. I go to work. I come home. You know what? You're going to miss some stuff. You might miss a party. You might you might miss a get together. Somebody you ain't seen since COVID started. But look, y'all, it's almost over. Just hold on a little bit longer. Yes. By next year, if still might be out there in the streets a little bit. But but still, y'all should have been keeping y'all social distance. 
even before COVID, I was never all up in nobody's face. Never. And quite frankly, I'm a, I'm a big people person, y'all. I'm the biggest people person you probably will ever know. But I don't like people like that. And that don't make no sense, do it. I don't like people like that enough to be all up in somebody's bubble like that. That's not me. That is not me. I don't know about you, but before COVID, I wasn't sitting up to sitting all close to nobody in a, in, in a restaurant. I didn't like, you know, when you waiting in a line somewhere in a grocery store or something or in a, or a foot locker or wherever you were in the mall. I ain't all up on people. I always kept my distance. So in this time we in where everybody is sacrificing, you're going to have to sacrifice your fun for your life. You going to that party should not mean your life. You going to kick it with the homies at or going out bowling or whatever you're doing or whatever your 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 extracurricular activity of choice is, it should not cost you your life. So at the end of the day, man, this is what you're going to have to do. You're going to start saying no. You flat out going to have to start saying no. And if your family, your friends or people that's close to you want to get mad because you're choosing your health over them, then you need to reevaluate who, who really means something to you. You need to reevaluate who you who you think really cares about you. You know what I'm saying? I'm Christian. I believe in Jesus Christ. And a lot of things people want to throw out there is, well, I'm not going to be fearful. I got faith in God. I got faith in Jesus. Well, Jesus gave me common sense. If a worldwide pandemic is going on and people are here sick of the palsy, you don't go to that person that got sick of the palsy. And let me use a Bible term for all my extra religious people out there. By, by extra Christian people, if somebody's sick of the palsy, you don't go hug on them and shake their hand and let them breathe all in your face. No, you're not going to do that. You're going to stay far away from that person. You know, so I just think that we need to be more intentional. We got to be more intentional. We got to say no, because if y'all continue, excuse me, if y'all continue on this road right now, like y'all on, it's going to be hell to tell the captain and the sheriff too. And quite frankly, I ain't trying to pay no expensive hospital bills. I'm not. I ain't got time to get sick. I can't afford to get sick, Literally. People always tell me, I can't afford to do it. I can't, I literally can't afford it. I ain't got no money. That's what I'm trying to do this podcast. I'm trying to, I want this podcast to blow up so I can get some more buddy. You hear me? I ain't got no money. I'm rich in Jesus. Okay. I am rich in him and him only. In him, I live, I move, and I have my being and I have my money. You know what I'm saying? So look, man, y'all, y'all gotta start, start. Start saying no. It ain't worth it. Cause I don't know, I don't know about y'all, but I don't like my air supply being cut off. I can't deal with that. Shoot, my wife was at a uh, checkup earlier. They had her land on her side, her neck turned. She couldn't breathe. I'm like, look, she said I can't take that. I can't understand how people want to be out here and catch COVID and can't breathe. Shoot. So now y'all need to y'all need to take some responsibility, man. Just say no. That's the turn. Just say no. Just say no. Just say no. Just say no. It's okay. Trust me. When you get a daily dose of no, if you get a daily dose of it, 
it's going to be easy to say no from that point on. No. Say it with me. No. Let's go ahead and practice it right now. No. Hey, you want to go? We, we, we offer to go hurt. No. Hey, hey, we trying to throw a party for what's in them on the south side. No. What you, what, you, what you doing at the work? Nothing. And no. It's about your health, man. Think about your kids. Think about your family. If you asymptomatic, think about the people that you're affecting. If you don't learn to say no. For real. Think about it. I appreciate you all checking out my podcast. I'm sorry that they so short. I know y'all want me for a longer time, but I got to get up out of here. Again, please go follow me right now on Instagram at OfficialJAnthony. Go follow me on Twitter at DJAnthony underscore. Hit me up, y'all. Let me know whatever topics you want me to talk about as far as on my podcast, man. Whatever questions you have, you can DM me on Instagram. You can DM me on Twitter at me. Uh, hit me up, man. Follow me. Um, any questions, any concerns, any 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 hot topics? Look, man, just DM me right on Instagram. I think I access my Instagram more than anything else. Um, I want to talk about that intro I got. Y'all, y'all, need to show me some respect and some love up in this place. God is good. Lounge talk with you, Anthony is coming up. It's coming up. All right, y'all. I'm out. Till next time, keep tuning in, subscribe, share the podcast, love you, keep Jesus first in everything that you do. You will be successful. And, and, and calm down. Don't stop worrying about your life. Stop worrying about uh, where are you going to go from this point to this point to this point. Look, live your life. Live your life to the fullest. Don't worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow got enough worries on this. Worry about to now. Worry about the now. Be intentional. Live intentionally. Do life. Don't let life do you. It's okay to make mistakes. You got to grow from it. It's okay to wonder where your life, where your life going to be, but don't ponder on it. Don't, don't, don't overthink it. Live your life. Be cool, calm, collected, and know that all things work together for those that love the Lord. And if you don't know who Jesus is, just pray to him. Get on your knees tonight. Say, Lord Jesus, I need you in my life right now. My life is a living hell. I'll talk to Jesus like he's sitting right in front of me, like he's my friend. I'm like, God, look, I don't know what to do. I'm 100% lost. And you need to fix this. I'm hurting right now, Lord. I am hurting and I need you. So don't worry about nothing. I take a deep breath in and out, in and out, and in and out again. Say no to Corona. Say no to all the extracurricular activities. Live your life and be free. You don't have to be stuck in bondage. You don't have to worry. You don't have to give up or give in. But just know and rest assured that your life is protected because through Christ we have our live, we live, we move, we have our being, man. Don't worry about it. Live stress-free. You got it. I'm out. Lounge Talk with you, Anthony, y'all. Catch you next time. Hit me up on all social media. You got it. If you can't remember it, rewind it. I'm out.